Let's do this. All righty. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. It is Friday. I thank you, Lord, for giving us the courage to grab the harvest that's before us, Lord, the determination, the will, the obedience, as well as the strength. This I ask in your mighty name, Jesus. Amen. Amen, amen. I want to say a special prayer to uh, send our prayers out to uh, Michelle Lundy down in Florida. She lost her father, y'all, and uh, send a special prayer out for those who uh, are going through any type of temporary, any type of temporary sickness. You hear what I said? We're sending a prayer out for those who are going through a temporary sickness because you don't claim sickness forever. It's just going to be temporary. But we are claiming that that sickness is going to pass uh, and we're praying for all those on the call-in line whose families uh, just just need a prayer to go out there for them. Uh, this morning, y'all, I want to start. I want to start this morning uh, somewhere where I left off on uh, Wednesday, but no, I, I got to get back to it because I think these are two scriptures that are going to help us tremendously uh, as we move forward. Uh, the word that we are still on is proclaim it, proclaim it, proclaim it. Uh, we, we, we're, for those who are joining us, we are, we are going for what God has for us this year. We are, we are going for it with everything we have inside of us because we want to experience more of the goodness of God. But we're asking him. We're asking, and we're asking in Jesus' name. So we went through name it. We went through frame it. We went through proclaim it. On Monday of next week, y'all, it is going to be on and popping because I'm going to give you the last word of this chart. Uh, and then we're going to have an a, a opportunity to continue to work through uh, our charts. But I'm seeing those goals go up. I'm seeing that red mark just continue, just block, just knock it in, knock it in on the savings goal, on the tithing goal. So I'm excited about it. When I see these charts that people are sending me through uh, email, uh, mwoods at ashtay.com, it's, it's exciting. I'm telling you all, I got so tickled when I saw some of these charts. They, they, they're looking really good, and they're Y'all are moving forward week by week. See, then you can't get it all at one time. Week by week. That's why you have to have a goal because a goal is something that you're working towards. You're working towards a goal. You're working towards something. Not working towards nothing just in your mind, working towards something. So for those who are joining us, we've done name it, we've done frame it, we've, and we're now on proclaim it. But I've got to read this word to you because I think it's so important to get an understanding uh, of, of where we are and how we're going to be able to continue to move forward. See, this is, this is so important. This is so important that I had to go back to it because all of this ties right into what we're doing here, the name it, the frame it, and the proclaim it. See, you have to believe that God wants something great for you. I mean, you got to believe that. I mean, if you don't do anything else, you have to believe it. So I wanted to read just two scriptures to you that I think are so important that gives us the foundation of why we need to believe more. Because if we believe these next two scriptures, I think that it's going to help us to just move forward on doing these goal charts, putting them on paper. Don't talk about it. Do it. Somebody said, well, Mr. Woods, why is it so important to do this little gold thing? Why is it so important to do this, little, this, little, this chart that you're talking about? I said it's, it's really not important, as important to me as it is, should be to you because sometimes you can waste a lot of time, and in life all you have is time. All you have is moments that you begin to, to, to experience, and how you plan will help determine where you land. Let me repeat that. How you plan helps determine 
where you land. If you don't plan to be in Jeremiah 29 and 11 and to be prosperous and have no harm come to you and have a hope and a future, if you don't plan that, guess where you land? You land in poverty, always sick, without hope, and giving up on everything you ever start. That, see, that is, it's all about where you plan. How you plan will determine where you land. And if you plan nothing, you land in a place called nowhere. It, that's exactly where you land. If you plan nothing, if you don't have a vision, if you don't have, a, if you don't have goals and desires and things that you're asking God for, you, you, you end up with absolutely nothing. And Mr. Woodrow, what is nothing? Barely making it. What is nothing? Always complaining. What is nothing? Not enough. That's what nothing is. You don't have enough to do what you were, what you were created to do. You were created in the image of God, and when you're created in the image of God, then you're supposed to be excellent. You're not supposed to be mediocre. You're not supposed to be just average. Come on now. Did he make an average you? No, he made an excellent you. Why? He took his – listen, he could have made you like anybody. He could have put you at the image of a roach. You could be the image of a rat. You could be the image of a cat. But what he do? No, 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 no. He said, I'm going to make you the image of him, of God. So if he took the time to make you of an image of him, and you, you had to be excellent. So why are you trying to live life on mediocre lane, average avenue? That, that's not the way you were designed. Now you can you can get you can get in your little pity pot and you can just go down and just be on on one on one little you know negative a uh, 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 roller coaster, and you can stay there. You can if you can if you want to. Yes, you can. But I, I'm almost sure that you that you're not the ones calling on this calling line. I know you're not the ones um, because the ones who on negative on ne- on that negative roller coaster they don't even wake up at six a.m. in the morning. No, no, ah, uh, that's too early. Uh, I bet if they hit the lottery, they wake up at six in the morning and play that lottery number. Uh-huh. So I'm just saying, you do what you want to do. If it's a football game at 6 a.m. in the morning and you had to watch it as a Super Bowl, you, you have a Super Bowl party at 6 a.m. in the morning. You do what you want to do. That's why it's so important to get this word in the morning. So, 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 so I'm going to read this to you because I want you all to just continue to stay encouraged. I want you to stay encouraged. I tell you about Psalm 23 because, again, I can't express enough why Psalm 23 is sticking my mind so much because my mama had the Bible on every single day right there on that table right beside the couch with the plastic on it you couldn't sit on on Sunday morning. You know what I'm talking about. Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy 
shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. See, the reason why I really love, I really love Psalms 23 because it encompasses what we're doing. We are naming it, we're framing it, and we're proclaiming it. And when you read it, when you read Psalms 23, he's doing exactly that in our lives. See, if we name it in Jesus' name, what he's saying is you are recognizing that the Lord is your shepherd. When you do that, like when you put down your name, it when you put down that, God, I need your help with blank, whatever's in that blank, whatever's in that blank, that's what you're naming, right? That's what you're naming. And then the moment that you name it, you say, in Jesus' name. See, because if you do it in his name, go right there to Psalms 3. If you do it in Psalms 23 and 3, if you do it in his name, he restores my soul. He leadeth me. See, he leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. So whatever you're naming, you got to make sure that you're naming it in his name, in Jesus' name. Because, see, the moment that you write down that thing, he's going to lead you. Now, if you do it in your name, Guess who's leading who? You're leading yourself. And that can't be always be good. I'm just saying, you know, always don't always turn out good when you lead yourself. And here you go with with, 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 with he restored. He restored my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. So whatever I'm naming, the things that I'm desiring, you got to make sure there's one thing that's going to happen, that he gets the glory. I'm just, I'm just pointing this out to you because, you know, sometimes you can be a little out there and, you, you know, you, you think it's about you. I'm just saying you're doing it in, in Jesus' name. Now, you're going, to, you're going to enjoy it, but you're going to enjoy it because he allowed you. He, he's blessing you with that. Then when you get to proclaim it, when you get to proclaim it, I mean, when you get to frame it, Framing it is a picture. Framing it is a picture, a picture of what you desire for God to bring into your life. Remember now, name it is just a, just a, a blank with a line, all right? God, I need your help to experience this, whatever's in that blank. When you get to frame it, frame it becomes more detailed. Lord, as you're blessing me, it looks like this, which is blank. Okay, see, you see, you see how you go from first just naming it and it's general and it's broad. Then you begin to go into frame it where it becomes clearer. There's a more of a focal point. There's focus in the frame. You're framing it so that you can begin to see it. And then in seeing it, you begin to put together the plan. That's why we took you to Habakkuk too, because you got to write the vision and make it plain. See, just when you write the vision, that's not enough. Just because you wrote down what you named, that's not enough. 
That, that's not enough. That's only the beginning steps. So then when you make it plain, that's the details. You got to then go to work it out. So you got to work it out. You got to work it out first in your mind before it happens in time. What happens in your mind will happen in time. My pastor Lockie used to always say that. What happens in your mind will happen in time. So you got to begin to think about this thing. That, that's why it requires a little thought. That's why it requires a little meditation. That's, that's why it requires sometimes you just got to get away and just be in your own little corner. Sometimes I got to just get away. I'm being honest. With you. Sometimes I got to get away. I just got to be me. You got to be about me. Ain't nothing wrong with being somebody else, but I'm, I'm going to be by, by me because I got I to gotta talk to God, and God has to talk back to me, and we got to begin to agree on this thing. We got to touch and agree. We got to touch and agree that the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. So if the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want, and we touch and agree on that, then I ain't going to want nothing because I know the moment that he knows that what I want and I desire because I put a petition before him, then it's on. It's on. The rest of it, I just got to walk it out. I got to walk it out and work it out. That's what you got to do. The moment that you name it, then you frame it. And you got a picture of it? Whatever it is, get a picture of it. Get a picture of it. Come on now. That's why he, he's, he's giving us this word. He said, he said, he said, he said, I want you to see this thing. He says, I want you to, I want you to see it. He says, he says, I want you to see. This is, what, this is why I like Psalms again. We'll go to Psalms 23 and 5. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anoints my head with oil, my cup runneth over. See, I want you all to see what that table looks like. That's right. You got to see it. You got to see it. That's why we tell you to frame it. See, when you look, see what the table looks like, then you begin to really get excited because, see, God has something for you. Why is he preparing your mind? Why is he waking you up this every single morning to hear this word? Come on now. There's a reason bigger than what you and I are really even know. There's something big in life for you. There's something big in life for me. I'm not, I, I wasn't, I didn't, I didn't wake myself up. God woke me up. I didn't start this thing, you know, just to, just to get up in the morning. Every, every, do you know how hard it is to get up in the morning after morning after morning after morning? You know how difficult it is? And to prepare and to, to, to listen to God, to say, Lord, what do you want me to share today? You know how difficult that is? Because I want to do my own thing. Sometimes I don't do my own thing. I just want to sleep. I just want to lay sideways, y'all, and snore. You know how it is. But no, 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 no. He said, he said, he said, I want you to read that word. I want you to read that word. I want you to read that word this morning. Read that word. Read that Psalms 23 to them. Let them know that they got to get a picture of what that table looks like. It's going to be a feast, y'all. It's going to be a feast. It's going to be a, it's going to be a glorious time when we can see what's at the table. Because, see, do you know sometimes when you're about to eat by yourself, you don't really prepare the table. You just pull your bag open. You know, when you go to, you know, your fast food restaurant, you pull your bag open, you just start eating out of your bag. Sometimes you don't take your french fries out. You don't put it on the table. You don't take your hamburger out. You just take it out of the wrapper. Just start chewing. I forgot to say your prayers. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's how you, when you, when you, when you just by yourself. But see, when the, when the, when the Lord prepares a table for you, <laughs> I mean, that look, first of all, preparing a table means you got a fork there. You have a knife there. In fact, you have two forks. Yeah, y'all. Yeah, if you ain't never had two forks on your plate, you've never had a fine meal. If you never had a spoon right there, you never had a fine meal. If you didn't have a, two forks, a spoon, and a knife, now that that, my friend, is what you call a feast. That's what you call preparing a table. 
And then you got your napkin right there, and, you know, you take your napkin out, you put your napkin on your lap, you don't just take your napkin, hold it in your hand, or you don't leave your napkin on the table while you're eating. That's a fine meal. See, I want you to get a picture of the feast, the, the, the thing that God is going to bless you with. Is it gonna be, it's going to be like he's preparing a table before you. In the presence of your enemy. See, you gotta see when you prepare the table for the front, you gotta make sure that table look good. In fact, the table got a tablecloth on it. See, see if you were just doing it for yourself, you won't you won't you won't even put no tablecloth on there. You in fact, when you prepare when, when God is preparing a table for you, he said, Listen, pull out those pull out those, pull out that china. Yes, sir, pull it out, pull the china out. I know every time my mama had a real good meal, when, 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 you know, we have some special, some special family, you know, some special events at the house, she would pull the china out. And she would always pull the china out, but she would pull that china out. Some, some graduation, oh, the china's coming out. Oh, yeah, that china's coming out. Uh, ain't no paper plates. Uh-uh, no, 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 no. Ain't no plastic plates for that. No. Mm-mm. See, what, what, what I'm trying to get you is to get a picture. When you start framing what that, what, that, what that thing is going to look like, what it's going to taste like. See, we haven't even gotten to the food yet. All we've gotten is to the table. See, God is going to prepare a table for you in the, in the presence of your enemies. That's why you've got to have a picture. Because, see, sometimes your enemies don't believe what's in your head. See, the reason why we're trying to get you a, get you a picture, because we go right back to who gets the glory. God gets the glory. Because, see, you've got to think about this thing. If you don't have a picture, you can't, you can't go back and say, I told you so. <laughs> you, ever, you ever said something and you ain't had no picture about it, and then it happened, and then folks, well, you ain't, I, how I know you said that? Well, I got a picture right here. I told you so. I want you to have a I told you so. I told you the Lord was going to prepare a table for me in the presence of my And look right here. Look right here. Look, 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 look. Here it is. That's that picture, y'all. That picture is so important in the framing. So here it is in Psalm 23. He's saying prepare a table for you in the presence of your enemy. That's what, that's what he's saying. That's what he's saying right there, y'all. He's saying I want you to have a picture of what that table is going to look like. I want you to have a picture of the feast because it's going to be a good time. It's gonna, I, can't, I can't wait till Monday and Tuesday of next week to give you this word. I can't wait. I can't wait because it's just burning inside of me. I want to get it out. But he said, no, 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 no. He said prepare them. He said let them know. Let them know what that table is going to look like, what that frame is going to look like. And if you have to have a fine meal, you got a tablecloth on there. In fact, in the center of the table, you usually have some type of, some type of flower or centerpiece. I'm just telling you what this is going to look like. On that table, on that table, y'all, think about it. you got your china. And see, when you put your real china out, there's, 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 there's this china plate, right, right? There's a china plate. And then there's what you call a, a saucer. Now, the saucer is for your bread. I'm just giving you all a visual here. And then you have another, you have another uh, item. You have a glass on there for your water. Uh, then you have a glass for your wine, all right? And then you have a cup with a saucer under. That's for your tea. You know, that's for your tea or your coffee. I'm just saying, I want you to visualize what your feast is going to look like. What is your table going to look like? What is that picture that you're going to enjoy going to look like? That's why these charts are so important because it's giving you a visual. And then you get to the part where you say, I've got to proclaim this thing. I've got to proclaim it. I've got to proclaim it. How do you proclaim it? You can go right there, y'all. Go right there. Go right there. Write it down so you can study it this weekend. Study it for this weekend, Matthew 10 and 27. Matthew 10 and 27. He says, what I tell you in the dark, 
speak in the daylight. What is whispered in your ear, proclaim from the roof or proclaim from the housetops. He's saying, listen. He's saying, listen. God is saying, I want to bless you. This is what he's telling you this in the in the dark, right? He said, he said, I want to bless you. He said, but my son, my my, my daughters, my, my 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 children, you got to follow my word. You got to listen to Psalms twenty three. You got to begin to get Jeremiah twenty nine eleven in your spirit. You got to begin to hear that. You begin to hear that. He's saying, once you begin to hear it in your ear, in your ear, in your ear. He said, once you begin to hear it in your ear, you proclaim it. From the rooftops, when? In the daylight. He, I know beyond a shadow of a doubt. I know, I, I, I know one thing, that God is doing some amazing things in our lives. I mean, you, 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 you're experiencing it. How do I know you're experiencing it? Because you're waking up hundreds. Before, we just be like a few people. A few people would wake up and 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 listen to this this wake up call now thousands i mean you go you, you, you if you go to my facebook uh michael d michael t woods if you go to my facebook and you see you you see the number of views that we're having just on i'm talking about one message one message the same day we got 1200 views in one day in one day 1200 views why it's because the word is getting out there that there's something wonderful happening at 6 a.m. in the morning, y'all. We're getting 1,200 views, a two, up close to 2,000 views on one message. You go to name it. You go to frame it, and then you go to proclaim it. And I'm going to give you the last one next week. But I'm just saying, this is not something you can orchestrate. You know how sometimes folks orchestrate stuff? This is not orchestratable. This is not something you have, oh, I'm just going to wake up and just get 2,000 views. No, 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 no. It just don't happen that way. This happened with four. Well, what do you mean four? It happened with four people. There were four people on the call-in line when we first started this thing last year in January. January 2nd, there were four people on the call-in line. <laughs> and I was one of them. <laughs> Ramona was one. <laughs> so a total of six people. Four, four, Ramona didn't even want to wake up that morning. She was like, what you doing up? But honey, I promised to call in to do the wake-up call, do the, do the morning motivation and read the Bible out loud for the first 30 days of January. And she said, okay, since you up, I'll get up too. <laughs> there was four of us. But look now, there's thousands listening to this podcast. There's thousands going to michaelramonawoods.com to hear this message. See, 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 you can't orchestrate this type of stuff. It got to be God. It has to be. There's no way. There's no way I'm smart enough to do this. I'm telling you, I'm not that smart. I got some smarts now, but I'm getting smarter because God has shown me why we're doing it. He's telling me exactly why we're doing it. He said, Michael and Ramona, this is what I want you to do. I want you to teach the people how to comprehend, how to go from comprehension of the word to application of the word. I want them to go from application to experimentation. I want them to experience what the word will do. And I want to go from experimentation to manifestation. I want them to see it 
in their lives. I want them to see it in physical form. I want them to see what healing looks like. I want them to see what being blessed looks like. I want them to experience it. I want them to manifest it. I want them to have a physical, I want, them to, I want it to be tangible. I want them to have the evidence. He said, because if you have the faith, he said, if you have the faith, the evidence will show up. That's what he said. If you have the faith, the evidence will show up. But faith, faith, faith is necessary in every single stage that we just talked about. Faith is necessary to comprehend. Faith is necessary to apply. Faith is necessary to experience. And faith is necessary for manifestation. I'm, I, he's given us to. He's given us. He's given us why we're doing this. He's telling. He said, "Teach the people. Teach them. Teach them. Teach them. Teach them. Teach them." He said, "Teach them. You know, teachers running your family. You know, the teachers running your family." I said, yes, sir. Yes, they do. He said, "Teach them." He said, "Because if they can do that, they can begin to experience all that I have for them." He has some great things for us. He said, "I made them out of my image because I want them to experience the best that there is." Not the second best or the third best. He said he could have made it, he could have made you an animal, but no, he made him in the image of God. He said, he said, I want you to make sure they know that. He said, teach them. And he said, every now and then you'll give them homework assignments. Yes, that's what he told me. He said, because every teacher always gives homework. And the homework is only designed for you to be able to see whether you're actually learning, whether you're comprehending, and then if you're doing your homework, you can then apply it. And then if you apply it, you begin to experience it. And then once you experience it, boom, the manifestation comes. That's what happens. So if you're not seeing those things in your life happen, the question I have to go back is, are you comprehending? Are you applying it? Are you experiencing it? Then are you manif- does it manifest? See, because I think that those four are going to work together. That's why, that's why we are so clear on what our instructions or what our purpose is now. We know Another what our purpose question, is. Marshall. Another yes. question is, who are you listening to? Because mm-hmm. in, that mm-hmm. verse, in that verse that says, I, what I say to you in the dark, proclaim it on the rooftop. When you think of a rooftop, that means you're up high. But many of us, we're in a place that is low, and our friends are at that same place. And as soon as God speaks to us and says, you know, Ramona, there is greatness in you. You know, Pauline, you're supposed to be wealthy. You know, Reva, you are supposed to be the biggest stylist in all of Greensboro. When God speaks those things into our lives in the dark at night just to ourselves, do we believe that and do we then start speaking that from the rooftop? Do we go above the people that are in our lives? Don't worry about where we're leaving them. Do we go above the place that they are, that we are, and start literally saying it over and over again and and proclaiming it. I am a child of God. I am no longer a slave. I 
am wealthy. I am out of debt. I am. Are we proclaiming what he told us in the dark at night? Or are we, or are we conforming to where we are? And are we telling ourselves over and over again, I'm too old. I can't do that. I, 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 I don't have enough. It's too late. What are mm. we proclaiming from the rooftop? What is that that we're doing? So, so asking ourselves that question, I think, is another thing that will help us to get to where we're trying to go. Mm, I like that. I like that. What's in our ear? Who's in our ear? Yes. Because when you're down low, guess what? You always seek advice from folks who are down there with you. Yes. You got to get up higher. And, you know, I just, I just had a visual here. I just, I just drew a little thing on my, on my paper here. <laughs> when you sit on the rooftop, see, Ramona, it takes work to get on the rooftop. <laughs> yeah, it does. Do, do, do you hear what I'm saying? It's easier. I'm being, I'm being honest with you. It's easy to stay on ground level because in order to get on the rooftop, you got to have a ladder. That means you got to climb. That means you got to get higher. Oh, I see a visual here that I can't wait to show on, on Tuesday. You see, okay, getting on that. You have to be a respecter of time, Michael, and I think it's past 630. All right. All right. So Tuesday, I mean, Monday, y'all, 6 a.m., invite somebody in next week, y'all. Invite somebody in. Still send me your charts over the weekend to mwoods.ashtay.com or rwoods.ashtay.com, and y'all share. Share, 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 share. Let folks know to call in. Uh, on Monday morning and see us live on Tuesday. Y'all have a blessed weekend. We love you, and we believe. Yes, we I believe. thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for exponential elevation. Thank you, Lord, for giving us the eyes to see the harvest. I also thank you, Lord, for giving us the will, the power, the grace, the gratitude to listen to just your voice, Lord, your voice. Not even my own voice do I need to listen to because it conforms from time to time to the world. I need to listen to, we need to listen to only your voice, Lord. Give us the strength, Lord, to listen and believe your voice so we can grab this harvest today. This I ask in your mighty name, Jesus. Amen. Amen, amen. All right, y'all. Have a super weekend. All right, all right. Do it. All right.